You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Tate and Todd Washington Football Podcast. This is Todd, back with another film breakdown of Dwayne Haskins. Tay is not with me for these. If you haven't listened before, every other episode, check those out. That's us together doing our thing. This one is just me. I usually record them late at night. It's easy to just knock them out when I've got time. So, miss you, Tay. This is actually a special episode, though, especially if it's your first time listening. I'm actually going to be doing something different. I'm going to be recording the video, the video, the visual, the plays, and uploading it all to YouTube so that the breakdown, you'll be able to listen and watch along, see what I'm seeing. That way you don't have to just imagine or remember it. You'll be able to see everything as it's happening, the All-22 film footage, and, and, and I think that'll be really cool. I think people will like that. So if you're listening and you want to actually watch it on YouTube, just go to YouTube, search Tay and Todd, T-A-E and Todd will come up. This will be the first video on there, the only video on there right now. And check that out. I think people will like that. I'm excited about it. I'm looking forward to that. So thank you for listening. We're going to get right into this. We may skip some of the little bubble screens where there wasn't much that Dwayne had to do. But for the most part, we're going to hit every play, every drop back attempt, the sacks included. So let's get into it. Okay. First attempt of the game, second and nine. Now this is actually negated by a holding penalty on Baltimore, but I just want to point out, all right, anytime you see this linebacker move with the running back out of the backfield, it indicates man coverage. Dwayne sees that pre-snap. He knows it's man coverage. J.D. McKissick on a linebacker, that is a mismatch every time. So McKissick is just going to run a simple little out route. It's going to get the ball to him. Just hit the top of his drop. Right here, top of the drop, he's already throwing the ball. McKissick's just coming out of his break, gets the ball there. Get six yards. Every every route on this play, if you look at it, is is run at about the same depth. It's just quick, short, little spot routes, out routes, hook routes, just to get the ball out of his hands quick. Again, they get the first down on the penalty, but this is what they try to do earlier on, at least what we've seen on the first plays, to try to get him uh, in a rhythm early. 
All right, now this is the first passing attempt that actually counts in the books, right? What they're trying to do here is they're trying to work the ball down the field, okay? Antonio Gandy-Golden here. He's working just a deep crossing route on Marcus Peters. Now Terry is going with a bit of out, in, and then back out again. They're trying to work Terry on that double move or Gandy-Golden on the crosser. Dwayne hits the top of his drop right here. For one, he's got pressure in his face. We'll get to that again, but nobody's open. Gandy Golden, Terry not open. So he's trying to work Antonio Gibson, who is his third option. His checked on option outside of the backfield. Only problem is he misses the throw. Now there's pressure in his face. I get that. Got to hit the throw, right? Uh, if we look at it from behind the quarterback, you know, there's pressure there that shouldn't be there. Jerron Christian giving up some pressure. I think he's played better, but he's got pressure there right in the middle. And so one, one thing I'd like to see Dwayne do in some of these situations is just take this step to the left, right? Right when you got that pressure there, take the step to the left. You've got space over here. There's a seven-man protection. Max protection, pressure should not be there. But take that step to the left, create for yourselves, create some time. Maybe there's nothing down the field, but buy yourself extra time. In the future, I think that's what he needs to do on this particular play. I think he made the right decision trying to hit the check down, but he just missed him. You can't miss him even with the pressure in your face. That's a miss by Dwayne. Now, this is probably the worst throw of the game by Dwayne here. Trying to work Terry on a double move, right? It's a slant and go. So he's going to go boom, boom, slant, go. I don't think it's a great route by Terry. I think Terry needs to sell that slant more. Marcus Peters doesn't really bite in it. Dwayne with the pump fake doesn't really bite. Still, I think he makes a good decision. He doesn't have any other options open. So give Terry a 50-50 ball, see what happens. Problem is, Dwayne misses by, I mean, you look at where the ball lands. He misses by about seven or eight yards. I mean, this ball just completely, completely sails out of reach. You got to give Terry a chance there. You got to give Terry. You got time. It's a quick throw. He doesn't. He doesn't get open. But give him at least a fifty-fifty-fifty. Uh, a fifty-fifty-fifty. Give him a fifty-fifty ball. Maybe you get pass interference. You know, who knows what happens. But give him a chance. The ball just completely sailed on him. That's a miss by Dwayne. All right, now you're facing a third and six. Running back motions, J.D. McKissick motions. You see the linebacker queen follow him. You know what that means. It means man coverage across the board. Now, this is a frustrating play, though, because Dwayne actually has guys open on this play. And there's a free rusher, Matthew Judon. Just comes in completely unblocked. It looks like what happened was the protection slid left. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess and assume if you look at the offensive line, watch them all slide left, okay? Matthew Judon comes from the other side and just has a free rush on Dwayne. You know, and, and the frustrating thing is, like I said, if you look at it, he's got Logan Thomas open on the deep out route. He's got Inman on the in-breaking route. He's got Terry who's going to open up there in a sec. I mean, Isaiah Wright's open on a slant somewhat. Just, I don't know if this is on Dwayne. I don't know if this is on Chase Roulier. I don't know if it's just a miss by Morgan Moses. Not sure what it is. Maybe just a really good play by the Ravens. But it results in a sack on third and six when you could have had a first down because there were actually open options. All right, now I like this play call. I like the design. I like everything about this. You've got first and ten, and look who you got lined up wide. Antonio Gibson, out wide. He's just going to run a shallow crossing route, okay? You saw all the pre-snap motion, right? And you didn't see any linebackers, any safeties, corners following people across formation. That indicates zone. So he's just running the shallow crosser. Dwayne gets in the ball. 
makes this man miss. Moni makes this guy miss. Plenty of room to run. He creates 17 yards, most of it coming after the catch. That's what Gibson can do with the ball in his hands. I like that. Keep getting him the ball, lined up wide. Dwayne, get the ball in your hands, uh, the hands of your playmakers. Good play right there. All right, now this is the play where you have the fumble. Now there's no excuse for J.D. McKissick fumbling, but I think that Dwayne gets the ball to him a little late here. He's trying to work down the field, and he works the ball to McKissick, but he just he gets it kind of late, I think. He's looking down the field, and I don't really think that anybody's open. I'll give him that, right? Uh, you've got Terry underneath. Logan Thomas kind of sitting on a little spot route. Terry on a crosser. Inman is running further down the field with Isaiah Wright. If he stays on Inman a bit longer, he can he can work him on the on the curl route. He hits McKissick, and it's not a terrible decision. It's just a little late because if he hits him much earlier, looks down the field, doesn't like what he sees, hits McKissick. McKissick has about 12 yards to work with, but he waits, and then by the time the ball gets to McKissick, ultimately there's a defender a yard within you know within him in front of him. Ultimately causes the fumble. Again, McKissick can't fumble. Not putting the fumble on Dwayne at all. But I think he needs to work that a little faster. Work down the field and then hit McKissick sooner. Or stay on the down the field look and hit Inman. Who is open on the on the curl route down the field. Protection holds up pretty well in this play though. Second and seven. Similar to the play we just saw. He works Isaiah Wright this time on the swing pass out of the backfield. Now... I think he makes a good decision here, not going down the field. For one, Logan Thomas and Terry McLaurin are, are just way too close to each other, crossing each other, almost run into each other. That's not supposed to happen down the field. He hits Isaiah Wright. Isaiah Wright gets three yards, right? This is a long throw. He's making almost to the sideline, and it just defenders have time to get there. They have time to get there and, and size him up. And there may be 10, 15 yards of room by the time the ball gets to the receiver. There's two yards. One thing I'd like to see Dwayne do, though, more, work the running back out of the backfield and check down. Antonio Gibson is open, and he's got more room to work with here. Uh, you get him the ball faster while he's moving, and the linebacker on this play, I think is I think he's already done. I think he's out of this one. Cornerback's going to have to come up, and, and it's going to be tough. I'd like to see him work that in the future as well. Get three yards. Not going to call it a negative play. Third and five. And now I think something went wrong on this play, okay? You've got the motion pre-snap. You don't have much movement by the defense. That indicates zone defense is exactly what it is, okay? Logan Thomas is going to come a little spot route. He's going to run a little spot route at about the five yard. And Inman's going to run a kind of a curl route or a hook route at just at a deeper depth at about 12 yards. Now what happens is Dwayne is trying to get the ball over Logan Thomas to Dontrell Inman, okay? Problem is, Logan Thomas, the ball goes right past him. He thinks it may be for him. He reaches up to try to grab it. He tips it away, deflects it, and thankfully wasn't intercepted. Now, I don't know if maybe one of them ran their route in the same, uh, in the wrong spot because I don't really think that they're supposed to be stacked on top of each other like that because it just, it causes for this confusion. And so you end up with an incompletion on third and five when you really should have had a conversion because Inman was open and that's where Dwayne was looking. But you look at it, and I mean, they are—they're right on top of each other, right? Inman is right on top of Logan Thomas. They're just right in line with each other. 
I don't know whose fault that is. I don't think it's Dwayne's fault, though. It's not Dwayne's fault. He was trying to hit Inman. You had confusion on the back end. It should be a first down. Instead, you end up uh, punting the ball away. First and 10. Dwayne's just working Terry off of play action on a, a deep comeback route. Play action, he, he he sits there, he takes a couple hitches, delivers a strike. I mean, he's throwing that ball 20 yards and at an angle, so so for longer than that. But he gets it to Terry. It's a little low. Maybe you want it higher. I think that the cornerback is right there. I'm not sure how much room Terry will have to work with, but play action, just get that ball to Terry. He's looking his way the whole time, but he gets him the ball, and you get 11 yards. No complaints there. Good play. Third and four, and you've got another sort of double crossing routes, another sort of mesh kind of concept here. You see the pre-snap motion. You see the movement. You need four yards. You see Isaiah Wright's job is to get in the way of that defender. He does that well. He gives Logan Thomas the room he needs against Jimmy Smith, the cornerback. And you get eight yards here. Eight yards you needed four. You get eight. One thing I want to point out is watch Terry, okay? Watch Terry. He motions. Watch him on a deep crossing route. He is open. Now, I'm not saying this to say that I think... Dwayne should have thrown it to him. I'm going to come back to it later. But Dwayne on this play made the right decision. This was well executed. You get the first down. Now you've got a second and seven. Dwayne is trying to work Logan Thomas just on a, on a crossing route here. and Logan Thomas drops it. Uh, it's not a, it's, Dwayne kind of throws it low, but I actually think it wasn't a bad throw because Logan Thomas has a defender right on his back. I think that you or I could cover Logan Thomas on this route. I mean, it's just a crossing route. He's he's basically just running to the defender and then just running out. And it, He's not getting open on these consistently from what we've seen this season. It's not a bad throw. It's a drop. Logan Thomas has to catch it. At the same time, I think I'd like to see Dwayne just work. Every time you've got J.D. McKissick on a linebacker, every single time, and you know it's man coverage, I'd like to see you work that because J.D. McKissick has got these steps He's got the corner. He's got room to run. Uh, get the ball to J.D. McKissick when you see these mismatches. And I also want Dwayne, I think, to just kind of realize that Logan Thomas is not getting separation. He's just not getting separation. He's It's just not his uh, against man coverage on these deep crossing routes, especially against the safety or cornerback. He's not getting separation. This is a drop, though, on Logan Thomas, and I think not a bad ball by Dwayne. Now it's third and seven. And this ends up being incomplete on what is really just a good play by Clayus Campbell. The Ravens show blitz. They end up only bringing four. Clayus Campbell, who is like seven feet tall, just goes up there and bats the pass away, right? You can see it's man coverage. Got the pre-snap motion, which tells you it's man. Ravens only end up bringing four. Clayus Campbell drops back in coverage, which which does not work to your advantage this time because he... He bats that ball away. Thankfully, it's not intercepted. Also, I don't think Terry's getting the first down if this ball is completed just based on where the route is run. They need about seven yards. He's about five or six. But it's just a good play by the defense here. First and ten. I'm going to work Terry McLaurin on just a slant route. Looks like cover three. Terry's just going to run a slant underneath the coverage. They go play action here. Watch the linebackers all get sucked up to the fake. We got cover three here. 
and, and then, I mean, the middle of the field is just wide, wide open. Uh, it, 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 it's, uh, it looks like it actually is an RPO where Dwayne has the option of whether to hand it off to McKissick or throw the slant. Makes a good decision here, gets the ball to Terry, who gets 11 yards because there's no linebackers there. They've all bit on the fake. 11 yards. Good play. First and 10. You're going to hit Isaiah right on the swing pass, but here's what I want Dwayne to do. Again, like I said earlier, I want him to work his running backs out of the backfield. Downfield, you don't have much, okay? You don't have much going for you downfield. You've got Wright, and you've got McKissick. I want him to work McKissick. I want to hurt those running backs out of the backfield more than he does now. It's an easier throw. Get get the ball to your playmaker faster, and there's just more room, right? Isaiah Wright is about seven yards behind the line of scrimmage. McKissick already passed line of scrimmage. Nearest defender is about nearly 10 yards away. Get the ball to McKissick. Get the ball to your, your running backs out of the backfield here. Your true check down there. You get a yard. You could have had more. Now you've got a good second level throw on the second and nine here to Dwayne, uh, to Dontrell Inman by Dwayne Haskins. Inman is just running that kind of hook route over the middle. He just, he goes boom. He goes, runs over the middle. It's, it's like a hook and Dwayne hits him. It, I don't know why Dontrell Inman goes to the ground here. He goes to the ground like how if you're playing Madden and you press X to to just secure the catch, but there's nobody around him. He goes to the ground and he doesn't get any yards after the catch when there were there were yards there to be had after the catch. It was a good play by Dwayne, second level throw. But if you look, closest defenders are are seven, eight yards away, and there's just so much room to work with. There should be more yards on this play. You get 13, probably should have had maybe 20. That's Terry McLaurin. That's probably 20 yards. But you get the first down. Good play by the quarterback. Now here's a throw on second and 11 that I really would like to see for Dwayne Haskins to make. He missed it. There was pressure right in his face. He barely missed it. Look at the pressure right in his face. Another free rusher. Another one of those blitzes by the Ravens that just confuses the line. McKissick is running a sort of wheel up, up fade route, really more of a fade route. And he beats the linebacker like he will every time. Dwayne just misses. Not by a lot. He doesn't miss by a lot. Like I said, he, he doesn't really have the chance to step into this throw. Also, it's a tight window because you got the safety crashing down, right? So you don't have a lot of room to fit this ball in. There's not a lot of room to work with. I'm glad he attempted the throw. You had a free rusher, and, and I would like to see if Scott Turner speaks about why that was happening so much, if that was on the quarterback. But Jerron Christian just comes completely inside and leaves 54 unblocked. Dwayne doesn't have time, just misses it. I think if he makes this throw, it's, it's a confidence builder. It just looks good across the board. He barely misses it, but you would like to see him make that, especially you know, can in the future. And since we haven't seen him really do that yet, we want to see him do it. So on first and 10. Now we have what actually is going to go down as a run for Isaiah, Wright Because the ball did go backwards behind the line of scrimmage. He gets nine yards out of it. Okay. Watch him work. Watch him get nine yards out of this. Make something happen when there wasn't much there. But like I said earlier, Dwayne did not make a bad decision here. But he's throwing this ball. I mean, they're at the 25. He's throwing it to the 15. 15. <laughs> he's throwing it 10 yards behind the line of scrimmage. Like I said, it's technically a carry. 
You've got McKissick. You've got your check down. You're running back there again. Right at the line of scrimmage, 15 yards, 15 yards with room to work. You get nine from right because he's good with the ball in his hands. But work these running backs out of the backfield, the check down option. Get the ball in their hands. It's an easier throw. It, again, this play works out for Dwayne, but man, go back 10 yards to get nine yards. It's it's just tough to do consistently and have success. Now on second and one, they're going hurry up, trying to score before halftime. Just work Terry. Just a little short curl route on the outside. You get four yards. You know, this is the tougher of the throws out here, but he's got pressure quick. He's got, you know, pretty much everybody open. Gets the ball to Terry. You get the first down. Not not mad about it. You know, Logan Thomas is open. He'll get more yards up to the catch. Logan Thomas is an easier throw. Gets the ball to Terry. I'm not going to complain that there were other guys open. You get the ball to one of them, you get four yards. And we'll just watch Terry just catch the ball, comes back to the ball, which is good by him. On first and 10 now, going no huddle, going hurry up still. It kind of felt like Dwayne was late. You got these double crossing routes right here. It looks like right and McLaurin. I kind of felt like he was late. I don't know if he actually was because he hits the top of his drop and he just gets the ball out to Terry. You only get three yards because the defender is able to crash down immediately. But if you look, by the time he, he hits his drop and he hitches, he gets the ball out. That's what you want him to do. I, I, I'm, I don't know what more to ask for. I mean, if you go to right, you probably get more yards up to the catch, but I think he did deliver the ball on time. You get three yards. Now, the second and seven was a drive crusher for a couple of reasons. You're at the 41. You've moved the ball some, okay? Watch Dwayne. When he hits the top of his drop, right before he has to move, Terry McLaurin, open, crossing route, Marlon Humphreys, open, open, okay? Now, the reason that Terry McLaurin does not get this ball is no fault of Dwayne Haskins. I mean, he he makes a move, and I want to, I want, if you're watching, I want you to see, he makes this move, watch Watch the move he makes to get the separation, put in slow motion. He gets several yards of separation against Marlon Humphreys just in a second. This play is not completed, and it's no fault of Dwayne's. It just, the Ravens have what looks like one, two, three, four, pardon these ugly numbers that I'm drawing, five, six, and seven potential rushers, okay? And they they end up bringing five. They've got six-man protection, but Matthew Judon just comes in basically unblocked again. Logan Thomas kind of gives him a shove, right? Logan Thomas is going to give him a bit of a shove, but there's actually there's no one there to actually block him because the corners, the safety's blitzing off the edge. Clay's Campbell is, is working West uh, Schweitzer, and so Judon comes in between Moses and Schweitzer and unblocked again. Dwayne doesn't have time. If Dwayne has time, Terry is putting you at least in field goal range here. And so this was tough. Uh, offensive line, and, I, and I'm going to say I think Dwayne struggled in picking up these complex, com complicated-looking uh, blitzes that the Ravens were bringing. And I think it just speaks to the Ravens more and what they do well defensively. So get the interception. The last drive stalled because of a 13-yard sack. But you get the interception, you have a chance now to score before halftime. I like this. Work J.D. McKissick. That's a linebacker. Man coverage. That's a linebacker. Work that every time. 
You get 12 yards, but J.D. McKissick absolutely has to go out of bounds here. I don't know what he's thinking. You get to that sideline in the situation, you force him to use a timeout because he don't get out of bounds for no reason. But he, he just wins immediately. He's quick. He's fast. Get out of bounds. Now, this is the last play before halftime, and I just absolutely hate this call. I mean, I, I think the Ravens just were ready for it, right? They're trying to work McKissick on, on a little swing pass, little bubble screen, swing pass screen, and, and I mean, the Ravens are just ready for it, right? Uh, you've got Roulier and Schweitzer who are supposed to be out here blocking, and and the Ravens are way ahead of them, already keyed on J.D. McKissick. The receivers are down the field. It's clearly it's a screen all the way. And it just does not work. You don't lose any yards, but it looks like it could have almost been a, a really bad play. Thankfully, they didn't. Uh, there was a weird sequence there right before halftime where you almost let the clock run out. Thankfully, the timeout was called, but this play just did not work. I don't even know if I hate the call, really. It just did not work. Washington doesn't get the ball back now in the third quarter until there's eight minutes on the clock. I think that Dwayne is trying to hit Terry here. Gibson is just right in front of him and catches it. We saw something kind of similar earlier. Again, I don't know what the situation, what the problem is, but they are just right on top of each other. Gibson catches it, thankfully doesn't just tip it away, catches it. You get seven yards, but that that should not be happening. And the other thing I want to point out about this play is, is Isaiah Wright, right? Okay, He's working a little seam route, and I mean... Watch him. He's going to get right past Marlon Humphreys. And man, there is room to make this throw. There is room. Dwayne throws this with anticipation. Now you get seven yards. And I'm not going to sit here on every play where there was a bigger play available and critique all of that. Because you watch every quarterback in the league, there will be plays like that. But with Dwayne, it shows to kind of his mentality. He's not looking down the field for these opportunities. He's just looking underneath. Do I blame him for trying to get the ball in the hands of Terry McLaurin? No. But... At some point this season, you've got to see him making more of these second-level throws, even if the underneath stuff is there. He's got to start attempting these throws, get the ball down the field some, let's get more yardage, get some chunk plays instead of having to march down the field, you know, just first, second, third down every time. That's much tougher to do. All right, first and 10. On the last play, I talked about, how I want him to, you know, take those down the field opportunities more. This play, I think he makes a good decision. It's another play action from under center. They're trying to work down the field. Terry McLaurin's not open. It's Gandy Golden again. I'm 99% sure of that. It's not there. You don't like what you see. He makes a really good decision here. You've got Peyton Barber out of the backfield. He's got catch and he's got room to run. And Dwayne misses it. And you just, this one is, is much worse than the first one you point out the first play with Gibson. This one you just absolutely cannot miss. Dwayne just puts way too much heat on this ball, just completely unnecessarily just puts heat on this ball. And I mean, I think he thinks he's got to kind of fit it over the defender that Jerron Christian is blocking, but you've got to put some touch on that ball. You can't, you just cannot miss these checkdowns. That cannot happen. Good decision. Everything's great. Way too much heat on the ball. All right, now second and 10. This is an incompletion. Not a really good play by Dwayne, but there is a positive I want to point out. Now, he is trying to work Terry McLaurin on underneath crossing route. He used to throw that ball. I don't know why he doesn't throw it. 
If he doesn't throw that, he needs to work Antonio Gibson. He looks at both of them, doesn't throw the ball. Ends up being incomplete after he gets happy feet in the pocket. There was some pressure, but not really. He could have just kind of moved right. But what I want you to notice is Dontrell Inman, okay? Running a curl route. Watch him at the 50-yard line. Dwayne looks his way, and the linebacker underneath Inman, he starts moving this way, okay? He starts moving underneath of Inman. Dwayne lets that ball go. Interception. Same thing we saw against Cleveland last week. That's what it would have been. He comes off of it. Now, like I said, he gets a little happy in the pocket. Uh, he he kind of just starts to move as if there's pressure that isn't quite there yet. He should have thrown the ball to Terry earlier. Should have thrown it to Gibson. But I like that he didn't let this ball go to Inman and throw an interception because that would have been the worst outcome. Incompletion. Uh, get the third and ten. All right, third and ten. And on this play, this is a young quarterback in Dwayne Haskins getting fooled by just an experienced defense and defensive coordinator. Look at how many players potentially the Ravens could bring. Dwayne thinks that they're bringing an all-out blitz. He gets it out hot. Problem is, you're at the 35. You have got to get to the 45. Throws the ball to J.D. McKissick at about the 37. You get four yards. And you needed 10. And then on top of that, you go back a bit, and you look, and you see they're trying to work Terry on a double move. Now, it's tough to know if cornerbacks biting on this he reacts to the ball having been thrown already but there's no safety help over the top so you just throw it up there and Dwayne absolutely would have had time to do it he doesn't know it because when you look from behind the quarterback the Ravens have one two three four five six seven eight players who look like they could be rushing Washington has seven at best in protection and really six. So Dwayne thinks he's got to get it out hot. I mean, that, that makes sense. They're, they're showing a double safety blitz. That's what the Ravens are showing. Double safety, no one over the top. If Dwayne realizes right after the snap that he's got time because they only rush four in the end, they show eight, they rush four, you can get that ball down the field to Terry. Either he wins, maybe it's a big play, or it's 50-50 ball, maybe get pass interference. He throws it hot, four yards, uh, and you end up punting. It's just a, it's just, it's just a, a good, experienced defensive coordinator making a good call and then executing it well. I'm not going to kill Dwayne for this one. I'll kill him for the misses. I'll kill him for some of the other stuff. This one, learning experience. Second and three with less than four minutes in the third quarter. I wouldn't call this garbage time just yet. Trying to work Terry on a slant. Throws it just behind him. Right? It's 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 not a great throw, but it's fine, it's catchable. Terry actually catches it and then Marlon Humphreys just he makes a good play on the ball. I mean he Marlon Humphreys is all around the ball. He almost forced the fumble on right, he forced the fumble on McKissick. He's just good at this. It's slightly behind him. Uh, but I'm not going to kill Dwayne for that. It's it's still a catchable ball. Ends up as an incompletion. Third and three, and you're going to have good execution again here by the offense, by Dwayne. It's got kind of spacing concept, kind of like that. Flat, hook, corner. Get the ball to Inman, four yards. You needed three, you get four. Take that. This first and ten is probably Dwayne's best second-level throw of the game. Got a little play action. Linebackers both step up, so you've got all this room back here. Going to hit Terry McLaurin, just running across the field. Hit him on time. Good, 19 yards. Just uh, Yeah, this is this is probably Dwayne's best second-level throw, like I said. And he doesn't panic, kind of think that there's pressure coming right here. 
he falls to the ground. Dwayne doesn't pressure. He doesn't rush. He doesn't he doesn't try to do too much. Doesn't start running around, moving around. He stands there, delivers the ball to Terry down the field. I want to see more of this. That right there is what we need to see more of. Let's watch it one more time. Let's go play action. Linebackers come up. Throw it over the top of the linebackers. 19 yards. Terry always makes the first man miss. Second and six. You're going to work Terry on the slant. 13 yards. This has been Dwayne's best throw all year. He runs underneath of right, right, kind of getting in the way of Terry's defender. Easy. That's Dwayne's best throw of every game through four games. Those slant routes to Terry have been highly effective, highly efficient. Play action, boom, go. I'm not sure if it's play action or, or, or RPO where you can hand it off, but he's thrown that slant to Terry pretty much every time. First and 10, and this is a different kind of call from, from what I remember saying. You've seen these swing passes to Wright, to McKissick, to Gibson a lot, right? What they're actually trying to do here is they're trying to fake it. Terry's running a double move, and Inman is faking like he's blocking, and then he's running in the seam, okay? Now, Dwayne ends up throwing this ball away. Okay, watch. Watch him throw the ball away. I think Dwayne's biggest mistake on this play is he, he pump fakes, and I'm not sure. If, I think he's pumping to Wright. No one's really falling for it. Terry doesn't win on his double move. I think Inman does kind of win. Now, this is one of those throws that I want to see Dwayne start attempting. Dwayne's biggest mistake is that he, he keeps dropping back, kind of fading back, falling back while his while he's dropping back, and he ends up kind of putting himself in the path of the rusher as opposed to if he, if he kind of stops right there and steps up, starts to step up, he'll have just enough time maybe to get that ball down the field I don't know if he's looking in men's way. I don't know what his reads are here. He could still throw it to right. But you, if you look right about here, Inman is Inman's open down the seam. And this is a tough throw. But it's there to be made. But at this point, he has to kind of throw it away because there's pressure in his face that he faded into. He's got to, he can't fade back, fall into that pressure. And that one, he just kind of falls into the pressure. Uh, incomplete but I want to see him start making throws like this these seam routes keep doing that throw that or don't keep doing it start doing it second and ten and this time he's throwing a slant route but it's actually to Cam Sims running the slant he makes a good catch defender crashes down he makes the tough catch it was a good throw by Dwayne here too like I said on these slant routes consistent consistent on the slant routes fake throw and it's there a bullet, good catch by Cam Sims, good throw by Dwayne. Now here's a third and two that ends up incomplete, but I want Dwayne to, to in these situations, I want him to look Terry's way first. Look at Terry. Look at Terry McLaurin. It's kind of like the earlier play with Marlon Humphreys. Marlon Humphreys struggled against Terry in man coverage. Yards of separation. Terry maybe has a path to scoring on this. If he catches, don't go to bounds. If he catches the ball, and can maybe just make one guy miss or just turn the corner on one guy. He may have a touchdown on this. He looks for Isaiah Wright's way, and Isaiah Wright's not open. Young guy, he's just, he doesn't uncover. I think on this play or this type of play, dude, Terry's winning on these crossing routes all day. I want Dwayne to get here, and it looks like he's looking middle, and then he just sticks with Wright. I want to see him get back to Terry. Get back to Terry. Get the ball to Terry. Man, look at all that separation. It's broken up by the defender because Isaiah Wright just he doesn't he doesn't get 
space. And I mean, I'm not going to kill Isaiah Wright for it. I'm not going to kill Dwayne for the decision, but I want him to look Terry's way in those situations. Now, in the spirit of positivity, let's talk about a positive on this play. For one, you get the first down, so that's good. But this is, we saw a play similar to this, where you take the snap and you kind of boot out towards the right. We saw a week two against the Cardinals. Dwayne's throwing it on the move. And what happened was there was a offensive pass interference. It got called back, but it didn't matter because Dwayne missed the throw to Dontrell Inman. I mean, he sailed it. He sailed it. It was a three-yard throw, and he sailed it. This time, Terry McLaurin, he hits him, man. He's decisive. If you want to take it back to last week, last week on a third and two, they were running spacing where Terry's just running an out route. Inman's running an out route. He takes the snap. Terry's open. He didn't throw it last week. This week, decisive, throws the ball. Throws the ball. That's improvement, and it's accurate on the move. You get the first down. I like that he doesn't hesitate. We saw it you know, uh, a week ago, and then the week before that we saw the miss, but you know, it's... I'm not going to give him a crown for hitting this throw because he's expected to hit it. But if you want to talk about what we'd seen weeks two and weeks three, and then now what we're seeing week four, I'm going to say it's an improvement in accuracy and decisiveness. First and 10. And like I said, we're skipping some of the bubble screens and the running plays. So we've got a first and 10 here on a long drive. I'm going to talk about uh, positive again. First of all, Dontrell Inman, um, not Dontrell Inman, Isaiah Wright wins against Marlon Humphreys. Again, that's a good cornerback. He wins. The other positive is that Dwayne's issues with accuracy through the first three weeks were not just missing wide, just completely sailing it. I mean, that was part of it, but it was it was also missing just enough that the receiver has to die for it, has to stretch for it, puts this ball right on Isaiah Wright, gives him a chance to run after the catch. You get 11 yards, and you got another first 10. First and 10, you got another one. Uh this is good. I like this. Isaiah Wright, he didn't win last time. He wins this time. Dwayne gets him the ball. Good throw. Uh, the one thing I want to look at on this play, and I'm not going to knock Dwayne on this at all, but when I say I tweeted about having more of a downfield mentality, you've got Terry McLaurin, and Terry wins. He's running a post route from the, from the left side of the field, from the left side of the formation, and he is open, man. And I'm, it's a throw you could get in there. I'm not saying that Dwayne made a mistake. You got 11 yards, you got the first down. So I'm not knocking him. But as the season progresses, I want to see more of this mentality of attacking down the field. When I say down the field, I don't mean bombs. I mean second-level throws. Terry wins. Terry wins. Get him the ball more. He got 10, 10 catches, but get him the ball more down the field. All right, first and 15. This is probably Dwayne's worst play of the game. Hits the top of his drop. He's looking left, right? He's looking left, and that's an out route going on right there. I can't tell exactly who it is. He's also probably trying to work. I think this is Terry, and and neither of them really are open. So I think it's fine he doesn't throw there, but I think he stays in it too long. He's got Isaiah Wright coming over the middle. He's got Gibson swinging with, with room to work. What happens is rather than getting the ball to either of them, he puts himself in the face of pressure and ends up getting sacked for negative 18 yards. Watch, he drops back, doesn't throw. We're going to look at it from the other angle, but this sack is on Dwayne because the pr- the protection holds up, okay? right? Maybe the pocket collapses a bit, but the protection holds up. And like I said, you've got Wright coming over the middle. You've got Gibson who can swing, but at this point now, Dwayne has already completely just flailed on the mechanics, on the operation of the play. His feet 
are a couple feet apart, but next to each other, like he's standing straight face to face talking to somebody. And then he goes from there and let me get this to play. He goes from there and then he goes right, which puts the pressure right on him when he could have just stepped up because there's there's nothing going on there. He He's just not. One thing that Dwayne is really not doing well now, and this is just unbiased, this is honest, he's not maneuvering in the pocket well. He doesn't have a good feel for the pocket right now. He can step up in this pocket, okay? He can still step up. Clay's Campbell gets shoved to the side. Instead, he tries to bail right. And at that point, Morgan Moses loses his man because Dwayne's not where Morgan Moses thinks he's going to be. Sack is not on the line. This sack is on Dwayne. Minus 18 yards. Can't have that. It puts you at second and 33. How do you get the first down? By scoring a touchdown. It's second and goal from the 33. Bad play. Third and goal from the 22-yard line. All right, this is tough. What do you drop for this? You got to just get yards. You just can't lose or not get anything. You just got to get yards. Now, first thing. Remember a couple plays ago, we talked about Dwayne not maneuvering well in the pocket. Well, here, he steps up and he does that well, okay? He hits the top of his drop. They've got the, the ends rushing around on the tackles. Gets to the top, he steps up. He steps up, steps up. He's trying to work something down the field. Now, I like that he stepped up in the pocket. I like that he's trying to work something down the field in this situation. But it just kind of goes back and forth where I'd like for him to come off the down the field. There's eight in coverage. I'd like for him to come off the down the field a little sooner and get the ball to McKissick here, who has got plenty of room to run. He's he's at the two. He's at the twenty. Okay, so he's only a couple yards down the field, but he's got plenty of room to work with the ball in his hands. Okay, Dwayne steps up, steps up, he's trying to get down the field, checks it down, and at this point, there's a defender right in front of McKissick. You get nine yards. Probably could have gotten past the ten to the eight or the seven if you get the ball there a little earlier. He's trying to work down the field, so I'm not going to kill him for this either. Maybe it's maybe it's a little nitpicky. Drop back, steps up, steps up, steps up. Very good. Get the ball to your check down. Just if it if he gets it there a second earlier, he's got more room to work with. But still a positive play. You get nine yards. Now this is the play everyone will want to talk about. It's the fourth and goal from the thirteen. Let's just first see what's happening on this play. You've got Logan Thomas. He's running kind of a hook route almost at the line. Terry is running a corner route to the end zone. Inman is running a post route. So Terry and Inman are supposed to be crossing each other. Isaiah Wright is going to run a zig route to about the five-yard line or, or the seven or so. And then Jay McKissick is just going to be a check down out of the backfield. Okay. They rush three, they drop eight. That's what you do in these situations. Dwayne's the top of his drop. He's looking down the field. Now, we can agree, Terry, not open. Inman, not open. You got two receivers, you got five defenders, right? So, there's nothing right there. Logan Thomas, he's curling around, and he's kind of coming open, okay? J.D. McKissick, out of the backfield, he's 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 open with, with the couple guys, maybe three guys who are there potentially to make a play, depending on when you get him the ball. Now look, uh, this is a tough play. People will say they hit this play call. I don't really know what you call in this situation. It's not easy, but I know one thing that you do not do, and that is that you do not throw this ball nine yards short of the sticks, okay? If you threw it to the four, the five-yard line, something like that, you hope a guy can make, make someone miss okay. 
you don't throw this ball nine yards short of the sticks. Look at how how far he has to go. You've got three guys here who can make a play on Isaiah Wright. Dwayne hits the top of his drop and delivers this like almost like it's a third down. He's got the yardage he needs, and you just can't do that. I'm fine with Ron doing this, testing his situational awareness. I don't care about any of that. I'm fine with it. Dwayne's going to learn from this because <laughs> worst-case scenario, you've got to then go and, and you've got to step up in the pocket and and you've got to try to extend the play. You've got to try to create something outside of the design of the play here now. He's got time. He doesn't have to get rid of the ball. Stand in there, stand in there, and then step up and see what happens with the pressure, see what happens with the coverage. It's a tough play for the... It's a tough play for the offensive coordinator. It's a tough play for the quarterback. It's a tough play all around. But you cannot throw the ball nine yards short and just hope for a miracle because... I mean, that's a tougher miracle than just throwing it up almost like a Hail Mary. An interception in the end zone is not as bad. They get the ball at the Baltimore 8 instead of the 20. 12-yard difference. You know, you've got to throw this ball into the end zone, hit Logan Thomas, hit McKissick, who may have something more to work with there, but really either hit Logan Thomas or, or extend the play some. It doesn't mean scramble. It means maneuver in the pocket, move around, and see if someone can uncover. This is this is a learning opportunity, definitely. I'll say this: if this was the end of the game, and and that was the difference, if this was if there was thirty seconds left, and that happened, no one's killing him if he tries to get in the end zone. If he makes this, everyone's killing him. Everyone. The only reason that people aren't talking about it more is because ultimately it didn't matter because the game was pretty much over. Now you've reached what we would call garbage time, but let's still see if they can just do anything, right? Dwayne's just going to work Terry on a slant here, okay? Ravens are bringing pressure from this side, from the left side. And Dwayne does a good job getting the ball out before the pressure has a chance to get there. Gets the ball to Terry in his hand, so he has to just reach for it just enough, but gets it so he can catch it and keep running. I think it's a good throw. I think it's a good catch. Watch, there's going to be a free rusher again. The Ravens, the Ravens keep doing this. They keep getting these free rushers. Dwayne gets the ball out. They don't have a chance to affect the play. Good catch, good throw, good run, 16 yards. Now first and 10, and I like this play by Dwayne. It ends as an incompletion, but I like this play. He drops back, he stands, he looks down the field, and he gets the ball to Dontrell Inman, who just drops it. But watch Dwayne, okay? Earlier in the game, I think he hits this drop back, and he's going to work one of these underneath crossing routes. Isaiah Wright or Terry McLaurin, they're running these crossing routes. I like, though, that he, he knows they've got to get down the field. He stands in the pocket. He's got a good pocket, good protection. When the Ravens brought four, there was good protection. Dwayne delivers the ball down the field to Inman, and he puts it in a spot where only Inman can get it, where no one can, can lay a good hit on him or anything. He just drops it. But I like this play. I want to see the same mentality from Dwayne earlier in games. Okay, He gets the ball there accurately. I want to see this mentality. He gets it past the defender, right? Gets it right past the defender, reaching with his arm stretched out. I want to see him with the same mentality, mentality earlier in games. Third and sixth, I like another decision by Dwayne. Logan Thomas, he's running an out route, and Dwayne tries to get him the ball. Just gets bad at the line. But I like the decision. I like the throw. Throwing the ball to Logan Thomas, 
And Logan Thomas is open. He stands in the pocket. He throws it. Just gets batted at the line. That happens. But I like the decision there. I'm glad that it didn't get intercepted. I want to see that again earlier in games. Here's the last throw of the game. Now it's the best throw of the game. It's his best throw of the season. And it may actually be the best throw of his NFL career. You got Terry running. He's running a fade route, essentially deep fade route. Inman's going to stop. And I'm going to guess that pre-snap Dwayne identifies man coverage. Okay, you've got man all across the board. You got a middle defender, a linebacker, his own defender in the middle, and then you got a single high safety. Dwayne knows that Terry's running his route, and short of the safety just committing immediately, that Terry, if he wins, he's going to be open with no safety help over the top. So Dwayne takes the snap, he's looking Terry's way, and he just throws it up there for him. And, and Terry wins immediately. Terry wins immediately, and Dwayne just drops it right in the bucket. You could not ask for a better throw. Just a a perfect, perfect throw. His by far his best throw, his best downfield throw. Drops back, throws it on time, floats it, gives Terry a chance to run under it. Thirty-nine yards. Last throw of the game. He looked pretty excited about it. I hope that it improves his confidence going forward and that he gives Terry more of these shots going forward, especially if you're um, identifying that single high or that man pre-snap. A very good throw. It's garbage time. It's still a positive play that I hope they can build off of. So all in all, Dwayne probably had his best game of the season. I think for the most part, he took what the defense gave him. He probably had five or six bad plays where maybe he took a sack where he was inaccurate, where he missed something down the field. I would say the fourth down play was a bad play. But in general, he was accurate, he was decisive, and he was on time. We pointed to a couple things we'd seen in previous weeks that he improved on this week, made his best throw of the game at the end of the game, best throw of the season. I'd probably give him a C plus. Uh, I want to see him attack down the field more going forward in the future. His accuracy was better. He was he was accurate, right? He had a couple misses, but when he was hitting guys, he was hitting them on the hands, and I thought that was very good. So overall, probably C plus, definitely a game to build off of. Offensively, they have some things you need to clean up. Guys running into each other, running too close to each other. Fix that up. Help your quarterback catch the ball when he throws it. Dwayne still needs to play better, but this was a step in the right direction. If you enjoyed this video, please let us know in the comments. Please reach out to us on Twitter or something. We'll be back next week with another one. Just keep this thing going for the rest of the season. Thank you for listening. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.